Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. Welcome back to ConExpo ConAg Radio. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. On this segment, we have two guests joining us today. They are part of the winning team of the Excavator Cab of the Future Design Contest from the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Please welcome Luke Meyer and Andy Peterman. Luke, Andy, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having us. Hey, we are thrilled to have you guys. All right, so I have to ask both of you, and I'll, I'll start with you, Luke. How does it feel to be a part of a winning team? Uh, I mean, it's absolutely incredible. It's still just a little surreal to think we started only three, four months ago on this project, and we've progressed so far uh, into a cab that looks so amazing. And to win the project, I mean, it's I don't, I don't even have words, to be honest. It's good. All right. Hey, Andy, so how about you? I mean, you know, you guys are young enough to go, hey, we got this. We know we get technology. This was pretty easy. We had it. It was in the bank. We knew it was going to happen. <laughs> uh, to be honest, the entire time we were working on the project, I think our main goal was, was not to win the competition. It was just to produce a, you know, a, a very cool cab design. We kind of regarded winning the competition as a bonus, but, it, you know, Come, I think it was early June, I got an email saying, hey, we got some good news. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of curious, you know, when you think about this, construction, you know, everyone listening to me is going to be upset when I say this, but I've been doing this a long time, so I can say it. Construction to most people isn't a sexy industry, you know, but to those of us in it, we like it, so it's okay. So I'm going to ask you guys, what motivated you guys to participate in this contest, to thinking you were going to do something? It it kind of combines, you know, manufacturing and construction, two of the probably least sexiest industries, but yet to those (laughs) of us in it, really find them very sexy in their own way. So how did you guys want to say we want to do this because it didn't seem as interesting or sexy, but you guys said we can do this. It, it has a lot of intrigue and a lot of fun to it. Who wants to answer? Luke, you sure. want to take it away? Sure, yeah. So I think uh, coming into the project, a lot of us wanted to do something that was truly creative. And for our senior design, which was uh, kind of a concurrent enrollment with this project, uh, we had a list of industry projects that we could work on. Uh, And a lot of these had very specific solutions or, you know, a lot of guidelines for what a company would like to see in the final project. Uh, Going into this project, a lot of us didn't really have a lot of experience in construction, So it's kind of foreign, kind of a cool area, uh, you know, to just dive into something new. And it was truly creative. We didn't really have a lot of limitations. Uh, We were just given basically a box and we're told to satisfy some safety requirements like tip-over protection, falling object protection, and uh, we were allowed to run with it. So we really wanted to show what our university could do in terms of making something totally unique, aesthetically pleasing, and functional, and to also showcase uh, additive manufacturing. Now, Andy, I'm going to throw it your way, the same question, but you guys coupled it with 3D printing, which is pretty awesome right now. So you guys were able to take things that didn't seem so exciting and couple it with 3D, which has all kinds of possibilities. So you guys said, look, 
not only can we do something cool, but now add that with an industries that are evolving again and add 3D and now the sky's the limit, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, what was strange was I was looking for a project that was, you know, kind of heavily computer-aided design-related uh, because I'm, a, I'm big into creativity, like Luke said. Um, but most of those industries are also related to up-and-coming, like, small electronics industries, like, you know, like speakers or iPhone cases or whatever. So to see 3D printing uh, applied to something on the total opposite end of the spectrum, like construction equipment, uh, was something that I did not expect to see. Uh, and at first when I saw the when I saw the project listing in, in the list of options, I was thinking, you know, this is um, this is a strange combination of, of ideas. But within a week after being assigned the project, I knew that it was, you know, it was, it was a really cool opportunity. So I have to ask you guys, what makes you guys think that this was so unique compared to other designs out there that are different from, let's say, current cabs? I mean, because this is, this is unique. I mean, you've got it on display in March. You know, that's got to make you feel a big wow. You know, everyone's going to be looking at it, and, you know, people are going to be oohing and eyeing it, and then there's going to be another one being built on the show floor, and you're going to see a lot of excavator, you know, an excavator being built. So it's kind of a, a lot of cool things when you think about the future of what's going to be happening in 3D, and it, it, it's kind of fun just to watch what, what we're seeing. So yeah. what, what makes yours so unique? What are you guys thinking about that? Andy, you want to start? Uh, I, I think that uh, around about, I think it was three or four weeks into the project, we decided we wanted to go with uh, a really unique mathematical approach to the design. Um, it's called topology optimization. And basically what the process did was um, we would give it conditions that it might, ex like uh, load conditions that it might experience in use, like... Uh, say, in a tip-over event, which is, you know, a, God forbid, a, a terrible thing to happen. Um, and once we designed it so that uh, the program would assign material to specific places so that the cab would be strong enough um, to, to withstand that kind of event. And you'd think that it would give you some sort of box or, or structure like we've seen before, but it actually gives you a really weird, cool-looking, uh, like, organic structure. They kind of look like tree roots. Um, and what made ours so unique is not only did we use this, but we combined topology optimization with our own kind of creative input as well. So we would kind of use those, you know, mathematically generated objects in certain places, and then in other places where you'd say you need something for control, then we'd put our own uh, cat elements in there as well. You realize, Andy, every nerd listening right now, you just fired them up. They are so pumped <laughs> to do this. So, Luke, that's my goal. bring it that's down my goal. to us non that's it. Bring us down to us non-nerds out there who are trying to understand that. Can you talk in English so the rest of the people go, oh, what is he I'm saying? Because, you know, the, um, yeah, no, no, I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing uh, you. Oh, okay. Um, so basically, it's um, it looks a lot like uh, like tree roots. It looks a lot like um, like something that was Thank you grown or yeah. And that's, so that's cool. That's I mean, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. But that's what's really neat about it. So, Luke, what's your thoughts on this? I mean, you you have to feel really excited about this, thinking about it. Yeah. So 
coming in, uh, I mean, if you just look at our design compared to the industry standard, there's really not even a comparison. Uh, coming in, an industry standard cab has a very linear four-post structure, and it's kind of limited to traditional manufacturing uh, because it's really focused on keeping the operators safe. Uh, now, with our design, we can do additive manufacturing, so we can put fillets in all the corners. Uh, we can do really organic shapes. It really makes our design possible. We don't really have limitations to what we can and can't do because we're just building a cab layer by layer. So uh, that's what I found really exciting about ours. What was the biggest challenge, Luke, that you then had to overcome with this? Was there one that you felt that you had to? I know you felt really good about this, but were you concerned? What was the challenge you felt you had to, you know, that, that existed? So one of the big things throughout the semester was our actual design process. Uh, we started with a pretty wholly creative design process because we wanted to do something really out of the box. Uh, then we kind of realized with the tip over protection, falling object protection, we needed a lot of iterations. So the designs that we came up with all on our own weren't exactly viable because they would have weird stress concentrations. They'd be very complex uh, coming out of, you know, finite element analysis. So that's when we moved to this topology optimization and then really had to iterate upon our design. We'd design it once, run it through FEA, see what we needed to change, and then we just go back through this process over and over until we made sure that we were confident in our design and that it would pass all the safety requirements. And as we talk about construction, safety is foremost in anything, right? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So we've got just about a minute, guys. What, looking at this, is there anything, you know, in designing something in 3D, it's, it's different than, or is it more challenging, easier than designing in typical design, would you say? Or, you know, this is, 3D is the future, and so for you guys, this is the way it's going to be forever. And maybe 4D, 5D, you know, this is where you see it all going. Um, I, Andy, I you want to take it? Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll take it away. Um, I, I think that what's so unique about 3D printing is that uh, you're, you have no limits. Uh, you, I mean, I, you, you have a couple, but they're very few. And, uh, you know, when you used to have to build something, you'd have to go to the store and, and, and plan it out and, and buy the materials, and those could be linear beam elements and screws and, and tools. Uh, with this, you just you have to put money down on a, on some sort of 3D printing uh, method. But once you have the material, you can really go anywhere that your mind takes you. It's it's so freeform and awesome. Luke, Andy, Luke, would you we're agree out of with time, that? But thank you so much, thank guys. You. We're out of time, but thank you so much for being with us. I hope you guys will come back when we get closer and talk more about this. We're so proud of you guys in the contest. And I tell you, I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys did live. So thanks a lot again. Thanks for Thank having you. us. All right, listeners, we're out of time for this segment, but stick around. We're going to talk more about 3D printing on segment four for Job Site of the Future. In the meantime, check out the website at am.org. And remember, this is the ConExpo ConAg Radio brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. 
Improve your business and your life with useful information from experts and thought leaders. WS Radio is radio with ROI. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. The richness of your life is reflected in the shimmering elegance found at Diolun Design. One-of-a-kind jewelry and pieces from Cynthia Dillon in silver and gold help to express your unique personality. The flowing designs of her creations will empower the way you move throughout your day. Join us online at diolundesigns.com. Small businesses are the lifeblood of America's economy. Every Thursday, SBA Radio interviews industry professionals and is dedicated to provide small businesses with timely insights and innovations. Visit www.sbaradio.us for details. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business, but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur whoever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. That's ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. <laughs> 